0: Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto Origins. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman, um, and I am here with uh, something a little different than what you normally get from Comic Book Junto. Normally, you hear Adam and I talking trash and cracking jokes and reviewing uh, movies and TV shows and all that kind of stuff. But this time, I have somebody very special with me, something I've been trying to make happen for a while. I've got Tanahasi Coates. Welcome, Tanahasi. Thanks for having me, Octavius. Hey, man, I appreciate it. So, um, Um, if you're if you're new to comic book junta, what we normally talk about is the philosophy of geek culture Um, and we read and watch tv shows and comic books and all that kind of thing But what I like to do what I wanted to do was something that I did similar to another podcast I had called the beautiful struggle is I like to get the origin story Of some of our favorite artists and creatives and stuff like that So, um adam and I have been talking about and reading black panther for a while um, and I just wanted to get Tanasi on here to just kick it with him and talk to him a bit so for those who don't know who you are and don't know what black panther is and they're just like i have no clue what's going on like give them a little intro into, into who you are and who, who you're dealing with here
1: well i'm a writer you know i've been a writer for about 20 years now mm-hmm. uh but i guess a little longer than that you know because it, it was the thing i did when i was a kid uh long-time comic book fan Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus, I think I, I would have bought my first comic. I might've been nine. Nah, do I don't know that do same you remember your first comic book? Yeah. Yeah. It was an issue of fantastic four. I found it for somebody else. I can't remember, but it's uh issue of fantastic four. Uh-huh. She hawk is on the front and they're fighting uh, the psycho man. Hmm. Do you still um, have this? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. Um, uh, my stuff is all boxed up, but yeah, yep. I sure do. Yeah. Um, so you,
0: you bought your first joint at nine
1: yeah i mean if you give me a minute i will remember what issue that was and when it was published um but i was i was young man i mean i might have been a little older than, i might have been 10 or 11 mm-hmm. but i i was young i was really really young
0: yeah what drew you to comics was it just like something to have because i remember comic books for me it was in the spinner rack you know your mom can i get this no, yeah yeah i mean
1: i was that was the thing and i'm you know i mean obviously people who know more than me know why that went away um, but but the spinner rack was, um, I mean that, that was crucial. You know that yeah. was that see, was see,
0: some of the young folks. Tell you, you got to the school them. Yeah, you. I no, no. folks Don't know about the spinner rack. No, so.
1: no. The spinner rack was cool. You would go to Seven Eleven or your local drugstore yeah. or yeah. wherever, and um, you know you could you could see comic books there. And they was I was ten. I was ten. It was mm-hmm. in 1985. I had just turned oh, you ten. Had the exact date? I don't remember yeah, I anything did. like that. Yeah, no, I, I looked
0: it up. let Google, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. you, Google has Tanasi Coates purchased his first. Comic no, no,
1: no. I it. remembered what, what was in the issue, and then I looked it up, and it was Fantastic oh, okay. Four number two eighty four came out in November, uh, 1985. So I would have just turned ten years old. Got you. Okay. Um, so yeah, no, man. It was um. You know, you would go to. I, I think what people, it's hard to imagine this today, but comic books weren't, like, set off in this kind of side place in in stores. Mm -hmm. I mean, I went Mm -hmm. to stores, you know, we had Geppie's Comic World uh, in in Baltimore, and I loved going there, but that was like, Mm -hmm. you know, you saw the regular stuff at your drugstore, and that was how you got started. You know, it's your 7-Eleven. Yeah. And when you wanted, like, deep stuff, you wanted to go into back issues, you wanted to, you know, really, you know, get some stuff, and maybe you couldn't get at your local, then you went to a comic book store. Yeah. But there was a place of introduction for you. You know, at I, 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 wherever, on the spinner rack. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, came up with an era where most of this stuff, well, not most of it, but a lot of it existed. Some of it at least existed in animated cartoons. So I had seen Spider-Man's Amazing yeah. Friends. i had seen, yeah, you know, a little the- bit of the Fantastic Four cartoon. Mm-hmm.
0: Yo ta um, like... Those joints do not hold do you think they still hold up today? I mean for me they do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Like I watched yeah, some of that stuff. I'm like, yeah. Oh yeah, Spider Man. You go yeah. like He Man and you're like
1: No, you gotta watch uh, it for the right reason. Than, some of it holds up better than some of it holds up better than other. You know what holds up really well, even though that's not from my childhood is uh the the old um Not the old one, but the Justice League, Bruce Timm stuff. That holds up Mm -hmm. really... That is still incredible, you know. Um, But I watched Spider-Man, his amazing friends, G.I. Joe transforms, all that. But I don't know that I'm looking for um, it to hold up so much as I'm trying to figure out, especially given what I do now, you know, what captivated me at the time. Oh, like what was the magic at that moment? What was the magic at that moment? You know, it's not that I expect the same experience. It's not that I expect to go back and feel you know the way i felt but but what was i seeing Mm -hmm. you know at at that moment and so you know i started it with fantastic four and um (laughs) i think like one of the things is that um and this is what people don't get today either because there's an internet today and there's places Mm -hmm. to convene to start off as a comic book collector at that point was really to be dropped into the middle of I mean, a, a, a basically, an unknown world. You know, it yes. was you—you you would drop right in, in the middle of it. You know, in yeah. media res, as they say. You mm-hmm. know, so like, in my—I had this vision. Like, I knew who the Fantastic Four were, and that was, you know, Mister Fantastic, Human Torch, Marvel Girl, and the Thing. But in the first issue I pick up, She-Hawk is in the Fantastic Four. Right. There's no explanation for why She-Hawk is in the Fantastic Four in that first issue. So you're just in here like, this is what is it's hidden. This is what it, what it is. And I guess I'll figure that out later. <laughs> right. You know, at some point and eventually, of course, you know, as you go back in, you do, you know, you do figure it out. You get the back issues, you read Marvel Universe, that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. you generally don't know why stuff is happening. And yeah. there is less tolerance for that today.
0: You know what's so interesting you say that? Because... Like that, that, just having a comic book in my hands when I was young is that's it. i yeah, yeah. You know, I remember I had this Batman comic that I would read and read and read until it was just like tattered. Yeah, and the cover was coming off. I had no clue what Batman was doing. No, you don't. He was doing you know, it. that's
1: not. That's kind of not the point. I mean, the narrative is there, but it's just not. I, I, I don't. I don't know how to say it. it it's not the point. You know. Mm. Um. It, it is. It's the the world is the point you know it was the world the fantastic four and and you know okay so that wasn't the fantastic i'm looking at this now it's funny this was when john byrne was on the fantastic four
0: you got the actual issue in your hand now
1: no i'm looking at the the thing like the, i googled oh, okay. it online the john, it was yeah. doing his run of the fantastic four he's the first i never put this together I mean, he's the first i guess comic book artist and writer because he was you know doing the pencils oh. and doing the writing for that he's the first person i ever read and it was just sort of like wow so they were like you know, somewhere in another universe, somewhere. And the whole, mm-hmm. I remember, the, you know, the story very well. The whole story was about uh, this woman who had this great, you know, superhuman strength, you know, she hawk. But emotionally, this guy was manipulating her. And to, mm-hmm. you know, get out, she had to, you know, overcome that. And, yeah. okay, that's fine. <laughs> you know, like, everything right. else, like, you know, I guess I'll figure it out next issue. Or maybe yeah, I won't. Yeah. Or, you know, the, the thing is, in the world before the internet, so much of the world was unexplained. Mm. that's yeah. so true
0: everything is yeah. so like there's a level of entitlement that we have that i must understand i know i feel, I mean i'm guilty of that
1: yeah you do i mean and I, I, we all are you know we all are but um you know i'm one of these people that like the, the not understanding in those spaces for me when i was a kid mm-hmm. that was the place where you put your imagination oh and so like i think if you we've lost anything it's that you know um like you've lost that space of I wonder what that relationship is like. I wonder what that is. I wonder what goes on there. You know what I mean? Like that. And that yeah. that for me, that really is the origin of all my writing, hmm. you know?
0: It, so would you say comic books is wh- what spark- first sparked the desire to write?
1: Certainly creative writing. It's between that and hip hop. I mean, those, hmm. those two. What
0: part the hip hop play?
1: Well, I mean, hip hop is all, you know, all about the writing and the word play. And so yeah. th- those are the first two places where, you know, i really really fell in love with language you know and mm. just fell in love with these big sort of and hip-hop is a lot like comic books in terms of it's you know, these guys are constructing themselves as superheroes effectively yes of course, you know aka uh, this and that right 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 that's it that's it that's it i mean sometimes even literally you know you talk about somebody like wu-tang and so the aesthetic is very very similar and so um it, it felt natural you know to go from you know the world of marvel comics to the world of you know hip-hop it just it just felt like a natural sort of marriage and yeah that's yeah. that is the beginning of you know any sort of creative process even the stuff that i've done and i spent obviously much more time outside of comic books but those things are huge you know aesthetic influences on my mm-hmm. writing
0: so what was like so where do you go from from uh 10 10 years old spinner rack listening to hip-hop like, what's you in school? You with your mother and father? Just, yeah, uh, I was in
1: school. I live with both my parents. I'm from West Baltimore, you know, it's a, you know, uh, grew up doing a, a, a not not the best period, you know, mm-hmm. um, and not the best neighborhood, not the projects, but not, not the best. Um, and, so,
0: like just just for the sake of, you know, folks that might not understand what's that what's that like for you? It's not the best, not the worst. Is that middle class is like what, what is what's the what's, what's that so like?
1: when you talk about black people, it's always different.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's why I wanted you to explain. Yeah,
1: that. I mean for white people, I think middle class or even working class, or even poor in some cases, presumes a kind of physical safety that never really exists, you know, for yeah. most black people growing up in cities, no matter how much money they have. I had two parents yeah. at home. Um my mom was raised in the projects in Baltimore, my pops was, you know, from Philly. Um but I, I oh, you your know- dad was from Philly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's where I'm I'm at, right? Very well, yeah, I do. Um but yeah, I, I, um, I never worried about, you know, clothes on my back or, you know, food or anything like that. I didn't have those sorts yeah. of worries, but you know, the world around me was violent. It was a really, really violent time in the city mm. and in, in the community. And so, um, you know, it was tough, you know, the public schools there were not, you know, it, it wasn't a game, Yeah. you know? Um, and so, um. You know, and I don't say that to, like, brag about that. Like, I don't think that was cool. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, if that could not be true, I would want it to not be true. Right. But I think, if anything, like, it kind of made the... It strengthened the appeal of comic books. It really did, you know, because, you know, everybody, you know, wants, you know, a, a place to escape to, you know, somewhere where, you know, things are a little different, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting you say that, like, you don't brag about that, about having this particular experience, because I know for me, being Black, i felt... This pressure to identify With this, you know Air quotes, black experience that I see yeah. In media, then, yeah. then when I start Yeah, when I grew, and I was like, wait, I'm Regurgitating something I heard Somewhere else, but that's not actually My experience, there's like yeah. some variation Of that, but it's I know. Not and, I, and if
1: you if you spend any time talking In any sort of depth to any individual Black person, what you'll find is that their experience is Some variation of it mm-hmm. You know, then none of us are, you know 100, you know, on on all of those
0: yeah yeah it but it's weird that it's almost like it's this trophy to to to, to, to like to hold up how bad i right, had it right you know right, I mean? right 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 no difficult no no, it was for me i uh, don't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah right right so are you are in you're in school you go to high school you go to college
1: uh yeah um, so i went to howard university um and eventually i i dropped out of Howard actually, really? you know but i yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't graduate. Um, I didn't graduate. Yeah. Why, why, why drop out? Because I was never a really good student. I was a pretty bad student, actually. You and me both, man. Yeah, so I was a terrible, terrible student. But what I always loved to do is I loved to write. Uh, I absolutely hmm. adore writing. And so um, once I, um, I don't know, once I figured out that you can make any even small amount of money doing that, um, that was what I did.
0: Yeah. You just made the move. Now, I you know, it'd be, it's, it's, it's interesting to me, like, to think about a lot of the expectation and pressure to go to college. And I, the way I look at it is like this. It's like this cookie-cutter mentality, like, to be successful, you must stand in line, go here, and come out the other pretty side. Pretty much. Pretty much. You know? And then to hear – and almost to kind of have this mentality of like, no, no, I can do it a different way. Yeah. It's like people of – you know, different, gener- specifically older generations is like, nah, you have to do it like this, or yeah. else you're putting yourself in harm's way.
1: No, and I think with did the deal you feel is that pressure. I did, I did very much so, and I think you know, people are um, afraid for you. They're really, yeah. really afraid for you, and um, that was, you know, uh, you know how how I grew up. I mean, it was basically, um, you know, um, my parents were, you know, of you know a generation where that was the way you. I, I don't know. Like, if you were going to be safe, if you were going to, you know, not have things to worry about, the street wasn't going to get you. If the jails mm-hmm. weren't going to get you, college was the way out of that.
0: Yeah. And did you, did you, what? So, I mean, with that being the case, because I mean, I mean, it's still happening today. Like, what gave you that? What, did you just have the courage to go, look, I'm going to figure it out? Did you have a level of confidence or were you scared I, even making that move?
1: I just was so bad at school that it was like, you know, my back was <laughs> against the wall. I really had no <laughs> so, other option.
0: Oh, okay. So you had a you had a circumstance where it's like get down and lay down. Well, which one are we gonna do here?
1: That was pretty much it. That pretty much was it. I mean, I, I just I was so unsuccessful.
0: You, you know, um, I mean, I know for me, I didn't care. I was like, I don't care about this. This doesn't like. I'm not interested in this. Why am I doing this? So I would take my C, take my D, and go. Fine, I'm good. Whatever. You know. Um, what What was it about school that was making it? You know, why why were you focused the The so fact that you, know? you gotta sit
1: there, like you just gotta sit there, like you're not in charge of your own learning. Hmm. Um and I, I just I I don't know. Like I, I I mean in many ways it was sort of the exact opposite of what I was saying before about comics, about having this you uh-huh. know space for imagination. Yeah, you know, my experience of school is that it was just there was very little space for imagination. Hmm. And that was where I, I, I really, really wanted to be, you know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, was that stuff that you were expressing and like in it, like there's so much stuff like that that now that I'm at this place of knowledge, awareness, wisdom, maturity that I'm able to articulate and go, oh, that's why I'm frustrated or that's why I'm confused or that's what I didn't like or did did or didn't like. At that mm-hmm. time, were you able to like this is exactly what I'm feeling and this is what I'm going to do or was it kind of just like ah, it's a it's a kind of a hunch or a feeling and I'm just going to flow with it?
1: Man, yeah, I just felt like I don't have any choices. Mm, I mean, I know that okay. sounds crazy, but I just, I, no, I it, it doesn't, it doesn't, but it, it just was just like, courageous. Uh, yeah, it no, it wasn't, I didn't feel courageous. It felt like I don't have anything else, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. That's interesting. So where do you go? Do you just start writing for your own stuff? Or?
1: Yeah. I was working for an uh, alternative paper called the Washington city paper. And that was how I started. You know, um, that was the thing. That was the thing I started off writing for them. And I would write about politics in D.C., write about the community, you know, um, uh, would review music or, you know, just do whatever I could do, you yeah. know. Um, and all of that was infinitely <laughs> preferable to me to, than being in school.
0: Yeah. So you actually started putting the thing that you wanted to do to use
1: to work. That's exactly it. That's exactly it.
0: Yeah. And I'm saying there's a significantly more fulfilling than sitting in the classroom
1: yeah i just yeah
0: exactly <laughs> yeah absolutely so from right from writing there how do we how do we move on to between the world and me and um all that
1: stuff you just decided or did you get asked to do it no nah, you keep writing writing more and more and more <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you get better and better i think you know and at some point i got to the point where i could actually you know i was good enough to actually do books or decent enough to do books and um between the world and me after it came out after about 15 years oh my god it was 20 about 20 years i've been writing almost 20 years then because i started in 96 hmm. and between the world and me came out in 2015 so it was almost 20 years of writing you know um and you just get better and better at at in the craft
0: yeah and did anybody so nobody asked you to write that book you just you just did it on your own
1: no i mean i had a book contract for a different book that never got written and i just i don't know i I had been thinking a lot about james baldwin and i had reread the fire next time and i was privileged enough to have been in these situations where i was reporting on a lot of what was going on in the country i had Mm -hmm. been in these backroom meetings with the president you know um and had talked to him and I just, it, it, that book is like, a, it, feel, it comes out of like, it's an emotional thing. You know, it wasn't yeah. much of a logical decision.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing that I think is like, at least encouraging for me, and hearing, I mean, among other things, but encouraging for me to hear you say is that I just kept writing. You know? Yeah, I think I that's important. Now, so, that's yeah. what I tell
1: young people all the time. I, you know, they come to me and ask me, how do I do X? I said, I keep writing. So just don't stop. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but, um, Because I think like in other careers, people are used to seeing the path and you can't really see the path here. There's no Mm. go to college, go to law school, work X number hours, become a partner. It it doesn't work like that. You know, you just have to practice. Yeah.
0: Like nothing's guaranteed. No. You're not entitled to anything. There is no A plus B equals C. Mm -hmm. Not at all. There's things, maybe things that you can do to put yourself in better position. Right. But nothing's guaranteed.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah so does that now, now how do we make that connection to writing comic books i mean we see we all going all the way back to you know the spinner rack at 10 years old in 7-eleven but how do we go from you know writing on the regular to writing t'challa
1: marvel asked me. i mean it was <laughs> the most bizarre thing but they asked me they asked me to um I mean I couldn't believe it to be honest, you know. Hmm. Um I really, really couldn't. But they asked me if I wanted to, you know, write for them and they um you know said that they were, you know, launching a new Black Panther series and they needed, you know, um somebody to come in and handle it. Um, and you know, it was weird because I hadn't there was no Black Panther title when I was a kid. So there was no like book that I I would have been following during the period where I was most intense about collecting comics. So I really had to educate myself and just find my way. I did, I did. I had yeah, I had read like some of Christopher Priest's stuff. I read that, but that had been later. You know what I mean? So like my attachments were not childhood attachments, right? Okay, you know, which I I think are often like the strongest attachments, like the you know the stuff, the stuff that's nostalgic to you. Yeah. so it wasn't like um x-men and spider-man for me but you know it's funny like now that i've i guess gone through writing a book and i guess like reading all of this stuff i i, I feel like a stronger attachment you know to like his world than I do to like x-men and spider-man at this point wow
0: yeah i can imagine because you're you're in in like 100 percent Adding to canon, you're yeah you're yeah yeah. yeah like you yeah. know you're creating Wakanda, you're creating T'Challa and Shuri, and you know all of the you know the Midnight Angels and all of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, no, not if, that you're creating the characters, but you're creating a real part of the story.
1: You're exactly right. I mean, it also it's just having um. I think also it's like what's what's happened like right now. You know, you know, Spider-Man and X-Men being such huge stars and seeing them everywhere. You know, like you kind of want to go into your own place, you know what I mean? Where, where mm-hmm. it ain't, you know, as many people, I mean, I know the child's about to get a movie, but yeah. where it's just not like you, you're trying to go somewhere where, where you know, maybe everybody isn't.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you feel like, was it like I'm free to kind of do what I want? Because it, it's fun, kind of fun, funny side story. Uh, my co host, Adam Teteris, he's a huge Man Thing fan, huge, uh-huh. huge, huge Man Thing fan. Yeah, Man Thing's um, awesome. Yeah, I mean like he's got Man-Thing tattooed on him You know, right, that right, fan right. And he was saying how like since Man-Thing Is kind of a not recently Tread territory That it seems like pe- the writers Can take a little bit more liberty because there's not going to be As many people to pop up and go, hey, that's not Man-Thing It doesn't like this, da 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 Did you feel like that freedom to kind of do more of what you had in your own head with, with Wakanda and black Panther.
1: Yeah. I mean, I felt, I was going to feel free no matter what. Uh, but one of the things that happened was, um, uh, like, especially I think after Christopher priest and Reginald, like they, so, you know, put so much into the character that there was a built in fan base for, you know, that was all, that was already there. And so, um, the thing that you have to do as a writer, that's extremely, extremely important. You know, and this is a practice thing. It's not a you know a thing you master overnight. Is you, and I've said this before. Like you, oh, Jesus, this sounds horrible, but you you have to turn your back on the fans. Uh-huh. And You got to stop being one yourself. You know, you really you have to stop it's a,
0: being one yourself.
1: Yeah, I think you do. I think you
0: do. Tell me more about that. That sounds interesting. Um,
1: like you have to love the character from the inside (laughs) if that makes any sense like there have to be things about the character that you really really identify with it's like being an actor right like you almost like Mm -hmm. you have to be an actor within the role Mm -hmm. but you you have to know like that character's flaws too and their problems it's you know it, it can't just be you know when i was a kid well, I love it when Spider-Man beats, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Octopus or whoever. Yes. You know, so uh, I love when Spider-Man beats the Hobgoblin. You know, I love when Spider-Man beats Fire Lord or, or mm-hmm. whatever. But you kind of kind of let that go. You know what I mean? And and picture this person as an actual human being, you know, who takes, you know, you know has conflicting emotions and mm. all sorts of things. And you have to maybe do some things sometimes to the character that if you were a fan, you would not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you really have to, I don't know. Be willing to do like, you know, things that, you know, as, as, as a fan, because I, I think like a lot of times, not always, not always. I think at the end of the day, if you're a fan, you want to see a great story. Ultimately,
0: I I, I want to I can say I'm one of those people. I'm yeah, I think I say. think I
1: think most people do. I think most people ultimately want. But a lot of times what it takes to get to a great story is not a fan thing. <laughs> like a lot of the things you got to do to actually get that to make that happen yeah. are not, you know, the kind of things that people want to see. um their characters go through and I think that is more intense with T'Challa because he's black
2: Mm. and
1: so with an absence of really you know kick ass badass tough guy you know um black characters we're not really having you know a ton of those with a high profile the feeling is that maybe that should fall to him
0: Mm, okay you I, know? Think I feel you and you can i can imagine that pressure of like i mean like what's all this talking about Tanahasi? like why ain't as many ain't as much punching
1: yeah i know and um but see you can only write the book that you can write right and that's the thing and that's what i mean when i say you got to kind of turn your back on it. i mean you can only do what what, what you can do you know yeah. um and if that's yeah. what's in your heart and you can make that great that's awesome but if it's not then you should let it, you know, you, you, you have to write. You know, I heard Jonathan Hickman one time. He was talking about, like, I guess he had gotten some negative fan reaction for his stuff on The Avengers. And he said, the problem is, you know, these folks want to read, you know, X, Y, and Z comic books. But, I, you know, I write Jonathan Hickman comic books.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. which is the only comic book Jonathan Hickman can really write. Right. You yeah. know, ultimately, I mean, it, it can. And that doesn't mean that everybody should like that comic book. Let me be really clear about that. Right. Sure. Yeah. Like, I think if at the end of the day, you say, man, this ain't, this ain't what I do. You know, this isn't then, you know, you put the title down and you go and you, you know, you find somebody who does do what you do. Um, but um, the writer can only, you know, do what the writer is interested in doing.
0: Yeah. it almost what I think about as you're saying this, I think
1: about all you can do is tell the truth yeah and um, your truth I mean really yeah. ultimately you know and yeah. this is not you know this is in particular the comic books I mean I think um, it, it's, it's more intense in comic books because I think people follow characters but I think it's across the board you know um, in literature you know I found people for instance that maybe like what you wrote a year ago two years ago they yeah. want some variation of that same thing and even if you're in a different place it's like well why didn't you do why right. didn't you write you know a lot um, of music too a lot of that with music. A lot of it with music, and so I think not just for comic books, but for art. Period. It's really, really important that you be internal. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but you know, it, it is. Um, it's just an interesting thing, you know, because I, you know, I've thought a lot about this because I wonder what like is part of this on you know like the responsibility of the comic book industry itself and how it. Like I went to Comic Con here in New York um, yeah. in sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. and the intensity swarmed,
0: of I saw that you got swarmed
1: a couple yeah times. it was I mean the intensity is <laughs> I mean I, I expected it to be intense but it's something to see it I mean it's beyond anything and the attachment that folks have to the characters is you know like I have strong attachments um but even as a fan, like, I was a different kind of fan. I wasn't, mm. you know, I used to go to cons so I could buy comic books. Yeah, have fun. But I didn't really want to meet anybody, you know what I mean? Uh, uh. You know, and I wasn't really cosplaying or anything like that, you know? And so on, on one level, like, the intensity is kind of beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's a, it's a beautiful, incredible thing to see, you right. know? Um, and especially see black folks doing that. I mean, it, it really, yes. really is. Yes. You know, and so like and that's a, on, that's something a little a little later I
0: would love to to talk about like that role of like blackness and all this geek yeah. culture comics and all that too.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. A big deal. It is. It is. It is. I mean, so it's gorgeous to see that. I I love seeing it. And then on the same level like you got to kind of turn your back, you know, and kind of like plug right. your ears, you know? And that yeah. again, that's a practice thing. That's a thing that you know, you really you know, because there's a part of you that just, you know, wants to make folks proud, but mm. um what you really have to keep your eye on, and again, I think this is for all art, is not, like, what, you know, is, is the beef right now. Mm-hmm. But how are people going to feel five, ten years? You know, uh, five or that's, ten that's years. A,
0: that, that, is a, yeah, that is a different mentality, especially in the Twitter, Instagram, um, immediately. Yeah, you got you to gotta let that, that stuff right go. Now.
1: And again, yeah. I don't think that goes that's a beyond comic book problem. I mean you could that's that's you know, you could look at your media, you know, your news media and make the same yeah. <laughs> the exact same critique. But um I don't I don't think comic books are special or different at all in that sense. Mm-hmm. You know, um maybe different in intensity, but in the actual discipline. So I, I, as an artist I, I really think you you know you kinda gotta you, you gotta turn away. You know, you gotta turn away, you know. Um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and i think it, it if if in into what you're saying if you don't do that might even stunt the creative ability to do certain things oh you'll be chasing
1: everybody else you'll be yeah. you i mean you'll be writing you'll be and again this is beyond comics writing but you will be doing, book. you'll be doing yeah you'll be doing art basically by survey you know um and people don't come to artists for that you know it's like i don't right right you know right, right. uh What my writers asking me what they what they think I should write about? You know how they Mm -hmm. should. No, no, I don't come. They should turn that back to me, and then I'll make a decision about whether I like it or don't like it. And if I don't, that's cool. I go do something else. You know. Um, Yeah. But I I think um I think like that's that's the that's the huge discipline. You know. I think like what I've been trying to do also. I mean, you gotta like you gotta read comic books differently, like as a writer as opposed to a fan. Like it's like I knew what I liked as a kid, but now you gotta figure out. Like why you like it? So you know, I'm a huge like Wicked and Divine fan, mm-hmm. you know, and in general, just uh, you know, a, a huge fan of, of both of those guests. And so I, I've been fortunate in this. You know, I spent a lot of time like emailing them and asking them about stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, so you had
0: a you. It seems like you had a big transition to go from oh, you want me to write comics? I love comics. Sure, I'll do it. To oh, hold up, wait a minute. This is yeah, no, it's different. It's it's, it's really different. Consuming it.
1: It's really really different
0: Which it seems like you A know? lot of people do that Like I love pizza I'm gonna open up A pizza shop Wait, yeah. to pull up It's a yeah, lot yeah. different To make this And run this business And then just eat pizza
1: No it's totally totally different And um I think uh Hopefully what will happen Is you know When I'm done You know by the time This, this run on Black Panther Is done my, my real hope is that People will be able to see You know Creative progress In terms of my own skills Yeah From issue one To the last issue I do Um I I hope so, you know, um, I hope, you know, this upcoming season of Black Panther is better than the last one You know, it really needs to be if it's not i'm doing something really really wrong, right, you know, um, but hopefully i've learned some more
0: Yeah, I know for me reading Black Panther I I really appreciate You know you and brian Stilfrey's work on Black Panther and it's one of those things that as I've become more and more connected to my blackness, mm-hmm. and even just being honest and transparent about how I haven't in the past, and how mm-hmm. recently it's become more and more like I, I I'm seeing and understanding and connecting to this stuff. Reading, I remember reading that first book and reading Wakanda Never Been Conquered, and I see this super dark skin black yeah. superhero, and yeah. Tanasi, I almost like, teared up. And I was like, why am I getting so emotional? Like, why is this hitting me this way? And it's like, oh, because I... I, I, You know, like I say, self-awareness and growing and acknowledgement and wisdom and all this kind of stuff. But it was something that, like, oh, it'd be nice to have a Black Panther comic. And, oh, it'd be nice to have a Black superhero. But, I mean, when I saw never been... Like, that statement, never been conquered,
1: that hit me. I think that's what... Yeah, I think that's what makes... Like Wakanda and T'Challa, like they're in many ways, like a kind of flip side of of, of our experience. But you have to always deal with this weight of, you know, having being the conquered, having been the enslaved, the descendant of the slave, the oppressed, the shame of all of that, the weight of all of that. And it's the flip side. It's a chance to imagine yourself as something new, you know, as something different, Hmm. you know. Um, And so I, I think that. And, you know, seeing T'Challa and him not having you know the degree of shame that you know we as African Americans, for instance, have, or, or black folks who even went through colonialism have, yeah, you know, like like he doesn't have that. He doesn't have any of that, and that's powerful. You know what I mean? It's yes. it's a it's, a, it's a, an incredible thing to see a, a black person, you know, a black king, no less, you know, like, yeah. you know yeah. in the world like that. Like it's incredible.
0: Yeah, because we call ourselves kings and queens, but to see one, like literal. And- Yeah. And I was telling somebody, I said, I'm a huge Batman fan, but there's something that Black Panther does for me that Batman can't do. No, he can't. You know, and I didn't know that. You know what I mean? I wasn't aware of that until I read the book. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is very special to me. Yeah. No, it's different. So what, like, I mean, I wanted. To, I said I wanted to talk about, you know, black being black and people of color, and I mean, representation. A lot of this is a, is a huge conversation, um, in the media and in comics. We've got, you know, everything going on from, you know, Finn Jones and Netflix and you know, Iron Fist and um, Ghost in the Shell and um, The Ancient One and even just things like Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur, Riri Williams, Black, pa- you know, um. Yeah, Luke Cage and all that kind of stuff. Did you did you feel that burden, pressure, um, especially in talking about writing, writing what you feel like you you know what your truth is?
1: No, um, no, and I think uh, honestly, I think African Americans and Black people in general have it a lot better off than say Asians and Asian Americans at this moment. Um, I, I think like it's it's incredible There's to me kinda, to kind of for sure. Yeah, no, the kind of regressive stuff that people feel comfortable doing, and the kind of liberties that they feel comfortable taking, you know, with Asians and Asian Americans, you know, in in comic books and in geek culture, sort of incredible to me. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, I'm not involved in this at all, but it, like with Iron Fist and Netflix, I, I have no idea why they didn't take. You know, it, it just seems like a natural opportunity in which you lose nothing. It you seemed know, like a layup to me. It was a layup for them to make make him Asian American. I mean, it was a layup, yeah. and I know yeah. there was you know some were folks who said. Well, yeah, but, you know, his essential story is, you know, he's white and, you know, he encounters this culture that's, you know, totally alien for him. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. What the fuck does an Asian American know about K- Kun Loon? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. Sorry, I'm a little... Exactly. Like, like that's, no, I feel you. Do your thing. Because, like, you, the problem the problem with that critique is that people, it is the mistake of thinking race is real. Like, that's what they're saying. Well, he's t- white. T- tell, me, tell me about that. Well, they're saying he's white. And that somehow is more alien than if he were Asian American. Mm. Like he's white, and so he's mm. more alienated from Kun Like he's alienated from Kun but if he's Asian American, he's not. What?
0: He's gonna know all about it.
1: What? Why would he? Right. Why? Why why the fuck would he? First of all, Asia is a huge. Like that's a huge statement right there. I mean, you talk Mm -hmm. about you know all sorts of different. I mean, even if you're only talking about Asia, you talk about you know Japanese, Korean, Chinese. I mean, you know what I mean. And that's you know even in using that language, I'm using you know countries, not really talking about actual ethnicities. And then Mm -hmm. you layer on top of that myth. What like I mean to make this literal, I'm African American. What the hell do I know, for instance, about you know really in any sort of depth about say Yoruba culture? that yeah. would be alien to me. understand yes, if it was a story about me going, you know, into some sort of mythical, you know, a place about Yoruba culture and Kalon is made up. I mean Yoruba yeah, is real. You know, real <laughs> it's not even a real place. So I mean it's even more alien. Yeah. So how they and and this is like to the extent that you talk about the force of racism in the world of comics and in the world of geekdom. It, it's not that the people making Iron Fist are are racist. You know, what I mean, it's not that they, you know, have any sort of, you know, uh, uh, aggressive disdain for mm-hmm. Asian Americans. But you see, if you don't actively oppose the thing, yeah, it becomes racist anyway because racist is the default for that sort of thing. You see, if you just tell the Iron Fist story as it is, by default, you by are in default. the world of racism. By default. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. By default. I mean, think about it. Like by by yeah. the I mean, you know, like the whole narrative of this guy, this, you know, sort of white savior, this white guy goes to this people who can't, you know, for whatever reason, you know, uh you know, be represented in their own way, you know, I mean, it's automatically gonna entangle you in some mess. Right off the bat. Yes. Right yes. off the bat. Why you would not take the I mean, gosh, I,
0: yeah, I don't I, get I, that. I don't Except- get it either in in in, you know, some of the comments and critiques that you know we've we've covered in past episodes that i'm sure are moving forward because the, the the show comes out on, on um and what on the 17th yeah um yeah so i'm sure there'll be more conversations about it but it, it seems like there really is a lack of awareness um that to be to assume positive intent if we want to assume positive intent they don't know that they don't know If you want to assume positive intent,
1: yeah, I would. would, No, and I think you can assume that. But see, here's I would I would layer on it that and say there is great luxury in not knowing. Huh? You know, Um, it's like I don't I don't want to know. Actually, you know, on top of that, because to know, you know, uh, imposes responsibility on you You know. So if you can just retreat into this very I didn't know I I couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. Or just retreat into this much more comfortable space of saying, "Well, that's what the source material says." But see, yeah. we're not, you know what I mean? You don't just get to do the default. You understand? Yeah. Like, you don't just get to do the fucking default. You should be actively opposed to it. Yes. You know, you got to actually do something you know, a uh, uh, different. And so, um, I, I don't know. I think, like, because African Americans because the African American struggle in this country has a kind of weight because black people have been fighting this war since 1619. People will do things to Asian and asian americans and perpetrate things about asian and asian and asian and asian americans that they might do to black people but they they really got to think twice these days i mean it's it's a much yeah and hopefully that's where we're headed on this on this end too you know because Mm -hmm. the black folks i mean black folks are really gonna they're gonna raise hell i mean they really really are gonna you know you know you might find yourself in the midst of a boycott you know or wherever um but the movement has a kind of um I don't know, uh, uh power or, or, or strength or I, I don't know what it is really. I just think it's, you know, age and the fact that, you know, you know, it's, it's new, you know, this fight in terms of and Asian, Asian market is very, very new. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's just ridiculous to me that they would, they would just, you know, um, in 2017 with an opportunity to amend that and take no loss at all by amending, yeah. you know, creatively at least. I just, I, I don't know how you end up here. I don't know how you end yeah. up here. And that's yeah. no disrespect to my man. You know what I mean? That that has nothing to do with the actor or, or anything like that. You know, listen, he got to work. He's got to do what he has to do. But the people who have the decision, you know, to um, the power to make decisions to do something different. I mean, I just, I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get how you do that. And I, and I, you know, like not even as, um, and I'm gonna get off of this, but not even as, um. It's not a favor to Asians or Asian-Americans to do this. It's just a more interesting story, actually. <laughs> and you know what? That's, it's just a more you, interesting you, that story. Is, that
0: is the bullseye right there. <laughs> it right, is I mean, a more interesting... I kind of, like, freestyled a potential like, story on one of our past episodes, and I was like, man, that's, that's actually a more interesting story than yeah. the Arrow well, story, the Batman story, the Iron Man it already? Story. How,
1: many, yeah. how many damn times we done seen this story? Yeah. I mean, how, yeah. how many times have I seen this story? Come on now. I mean, you know what I mean? How many times have I even, seen that? It's,
0: if it's anything, not even new. Yeah, if anything, it might be able to like to look at the story and go,
1: haven't we done this story like yeah. three times already? Like three let's, times. Let's
0: switch it up a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's such a stereotype. I mean, listen, I mean, this ain't, ain't like like one time there was this run of Hamlet. And I'm sorry, not of Hamlet of Othello. And they made the entire cast black and made Othello white. Huh, I've never seen that before. That's interesting. Yeah, That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But this is yeah. a, 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 a a a stereotype, a trope that, as you say, runs through Batman, runs through Iron Fist. you know, Great Wall with Matt Damon. I mean, it's just it's like yeah. it's everywhere. Kung, the old Kung Fu st- series. It is everywhere. And why yeah, you? I forgot all reproduced? about Kung Fu until I saw it. Oh no, it's old, man. Recently. It's yeah. old, and, and why you would reproduce the most hackneyed, you know, sterile, uh, old, and just, I mean, I, I don't know why you would do that. I don't know why you would do that, except the comfort yeah. of being white, man.
0: Yeah, and I think that connects, that even connects the, to you know, kind of what you were talking about, about like, because I think there's a lot of pressure from the fans to tell a particular type of story, you right. know? Right. And like telling the story that you want to tell and taking some chances and doing some some different stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it's silly, man. I mean, it's silly. I mean, if folks have done things, you know, like they, they you know, for Hammond, you know, casting Idris Elba there, you know what I mean? And just sort of flicking off. People said, well, they're Norse gods. So they're, therefore they're white. They're, what the fuck are you talking about? It's yes. myth. Yeah. Yeah, it's not real it's, not, it's real. not real it's not real the mask cards aren't real you know what I'm saying they're not real you know you right. can do whatever you want you know what I mean yeah. and so um and by the way that's not 4 by the way that's not even their rendition of 4 you know what I'm saying like you know mm-hmm. and so um they have done you know I think like Marvel you know um in some of his other iterations has done some really really you know creative things you know what I mean so what we are is we're in the, in the midst of this, this, this fight you know um so, you know, have that extended a- across the board.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about this uh Black Panther movie coming up? Because, you know, February... And you know what's so funny? They put it out in February. I know that's not a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> that is on. I, I peeped that. I was like, I see Marvel Studios. Uh, see I'm excited.
1: I'm excited. I expect it to be the best Marvel film so far. Hey, man. I can, I, I mean,
0: I cannot wait to see Wakanda on screen.
1: Yeah. I don't no, even know what that's going to look like. It's going to be. I mean, Ryan's... A, um, a ridiculous filmmaker so <laughs> i mean he's just he's incredible he's absolutely absolutely incredible and so i think um yeah. they could not have made a better choice
0: yeah do you have you, you have you seen anything read anything uh,
1: i'm sure you can't say it, you can't yeah, details read, <laughs> i'm gonna act like i didn't hear that question okay all right no comment we'll leave,
0: <laughs> no comment on that one keep on pushing so like with the black panther run we've got um, by the time people hear this, issue number 12 will have will have come out, which is the epilogue of the, your, you know, the your first, like, run. Is that now, is is that whole 12, do you consider that one arc?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, do. I think so. I think so I as well. That's how, how it do. feels to me. Yeah, no, it's been did meant you, to be by the beginning of the app.
0: Yeah, did you feel like you got everything off that you wanted to?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe not in the way I wanted to. I mean, at the time, it came off the way I wanted to. At how I felt now, looking back on it, obviously there are things I would have done differently, you know. Um, Because you live and you learn, you know. You see it on page, and it's like, oh, that came off. That did not come off. That, you know. Um, But yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the story is what what I wanted it to be. I I think like there were a lot of lessons learned in that first season that um you know will carry off you know in the into season two, and so the hope is that. Um, there will be things eliminated, you know what I mean. Bad things that you know maybe didn't go the way I wanted them to. That'll mm-hmm. that'll go bad in season two.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, it's so funny you call it season two, like it's a TV
1: show. Is that how you look at it? I do. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I do.
0: I'm okay. Look, I'm okay. You know, <laughs> so, all right, so check this out. We've been we've we've been reading this comic book like all the way through, mm-hmm. and reading Black Panther by Ta-Nehisi Coates is like watching a TV show in a lot of senses because you're, I mean. You dropped us smack dab in the middle
1: of a comic. You really didn't explain yourself. No, 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 no. But again, that goes back to. Here you are. But you know what? Let's let's go. That goes back to the beginning of our conversation, though. That's how I was introduced to comics. Like that, you know, just sort of in the middle, you know? um, You, you know, the chances of. At least at the time when I was, you know, when I started, the chances of you picking up something at the beginning of an arc were just not good. You, know? <laughs> you just never. You picked up the comic when you picked it up, and then you kept going. Yeah. You
0: know? when, when you had money, or when somebody let you borrow. it. That's right.
1: That's right. Or, that was what you, you saw. You're buy you one. Yeah, and either you were attracted to it or you were not. You know.
0: Yeah. So, your your book, <laughs> I think the it's it's dense, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Right it's dense it's it's like you got to chew on it oftentimes i close the book and i'm like huh yeah (laughs) okay so and i open it back up and i'm like well what what is like so what i'm glad i'm getting the chance to talk to you because i'd be like man if i could talk them i'd be like so what were you trying to like say what what is some of the like bigger concepts you were trying to get off? Because like I said, by this time we have all read it, what's some of the stuff that you know, if there's other people like Octavius who are like, ta what were you trying to tell me? What were you trying to say? What were you trying to say with this arc? Or this season, excuse me.
1: I think I was more trying to ask a question, you know? Um, And the question and this is going to continue, this will always be the question for as long as I'm writing Black Panther, I think, and that is how can a hero be a king? Um... Mm -hmm. Because throughout history, kings are not heroic figures. Um, They are not. They do a lot of utterly unheroic things, in fact. You know, um, they do things that normally would offend the code, you know, of of heroes. And, you know, a a lot of this, I thought, was best captured, you know, when, um, you know, during Time Runs Out, you know, when Jonathan Hickman, when, you know, the the, the kings that come before T'Challa are telling him, Mm -hmm. You know to blow up that world. You know, they tell him to do horrible things. They say, this is nothing matters. Golden City must not yeah, fall, yeah. and they're correct. Yeah. I mean, that is the morality of of, of kings. You know, um, but T'Challa has spent a good portion of at least the time we see in comic books, not really functioning as a king. Joining yeah. the Avengers, and you know, what I mean, going around, you know, saving, you know, uh, other other people, you know, who are not direct threats to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. You know, time spent abroad, getting an education, studying. That's a lot of, the, ahead, a lot of the,
0: the Wakanda's beef. It's like, where were you? You coming Yeah, nice, I mean, seriously. Up, that's exactly do, it. That's exactly
1: in? it. I mean, all through the run, he's always, you know, somewhere else, you know, in Harlem somewhere, in Hell's Kitchen, you know? And so we, what I had to do when I started the book was ask myself a question. Why would somebody do that? Why would T'Challa do that? I mean, mm. being king of Wakanda was the most important thing to you in the world. Oh, wh- why, why would you do that? I mean, how does this accord throughout history... Of what we know of kings and the answer to me was that it doesn't really and so um, one of the things I had to think about was why would that be why, why, why would that be what, what's going on with, with T'Challa you know yeah. and one of the things I, I, I came to my own conclusions was that there were certain freedoms and liberties that he wanted that didn't really accord with his actual traditional role that you know who he really was in his heart was a hero he was a champion He's a that's champion of Wakanda in his mind, champion. Huh? Not, not the king. Huh. You know, interesting. Um, and that's that's well, different. Let
0: me let me hold on. Let me process that for a second because that, that was not small. Like that's a big deal. What yeah. you're saying right there? Yeah. Champion versus king. Those are those are different <laughs> responsibilities.
1: Yeah, no, he's like a defender. Certainly a defender of Wakanda. Certainly, solid. Right. You know, definitely. It's like Captain America is a defender of America. You know, and, you know, American values and, and that sort of thing. But um, a king, you know what I mean, who, who has to sit back and, you know, administrate and, you know, host it in council and do this and do that. And, you know, all the little small things that kings do. Maybe he ain't interested in that, you know. Um, maybe he ain't yeah. interested in being constrained in that way, you know. And that's
0: interesting thinking about your conversation about school, Um and, and how you're
1: like, I'm supposed to do this But I don't really right. want to do that Right, right, yeah, no, 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 no and I, and I, and I you know, when I was doing the research I just felt like there was a lot of pretext for that You know, already in the book You know um, I mean, he marries somebody who is not Wakandan mm. I And mean, this is not not like normally marrying somebody I mean, you're talking about a country that is very, very insular mm-hmm. You know, and is, you know, very, you know, xenophobic And the king marries somebody who- Who's not Wakandan, and the woman he falls in love with, Monica Limba, for that is not Wakandan. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? Yeah, like what is up with this guy? You know. And I see
0: this filling in because this because this is it's so interesting. Time I see that I'm talking to you and getting your origin. It's like when you first get a comic book, you're like, ta da, figure it out, yeah. fill in the blanks. Yeah. And when someone hands you Black Panther, you don't erase, you don't retcon. You go, okay. This happened. Now I have to fill it in with my imagination. That's Why exactly it. That? That's exactly. I can't make it not happen because it's inconvenient. No, no,
1: I, no. I, and, I, and that's what I think. I mean, like um, at the point I came in, given, you know, coming off of Secret Wars. I mean, I guess there was an option for a total retcon, but that that I just didn't interest me. You know, I mean, I was much more interested in what the character had been and building on that. And as you said, you know, just letting my imagination operate in those spaces. You know in those negative spaces of you know uh priest's version of you know um hudlin's version you know of um you know Hickman's version you know li- like just filling in in those those places of, of stories that that were already there yeah Don McGregor's version of course
0: too, yeah, I was uh spoilers for issue number twelve if you haven't read it by um time you listen to this, but there's a piece in it where you, where Tachala says. One man who represents the nation, um, but not one who rules the people. He says, "I'm a king." Um, uh, He says, "I'm a king, uh, mother. Nothing can change this, but I will not be a tyrant." Right. Like that—that part jumped out at me. It's like, okay, this is kind of what we've been getting to. This moment here—you know—all these pieces kind of coming together and kind of going. Oh, okay, got you. But it took us a while. It took us some time, and we had to. Stick with you and let yeah. you tell... Uh, we, t- we say this on Comic Book to a, a, a lot. Let the creators tell you the story yeah. they want to tell you. Yeah. Like, let them get it off. Let them get it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even with this whole Captain America Hydra thing, it's like, okay, you don't have to read it, but
1: let him tell you the story. Yeah, I know. I know that was sort of heartbreaking to see. I mean, it's like, ah, oh, you destroy destroying... Ca- I mean, let it be. I mean, I, you know, and with... Sorry, I'm just going to go off on this. Because one, one of the things it, that bothered me about that was that, like, if you read old captain america comics. this is not the first time that you know like like for instance in some of the earliest ones like the red skull at some point takes over the captain america's body and masquerades as captain america i mean red skull literally a nazi like literally you know an actual nazi you know and so it, it wasn't even like um you're seeing, you know, like like this is like untrod territory before that 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 Nick is going into. You know what? You know, it wasn't that. You know, mine my, my all this stuff is like well within the established of canon of what comic books are, but people just I, 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 they identify in a way and they freak the hell out. You know, but the real question is: is this story going to be good or not? Mm-hmm. yeah, you can certainly say. This story was not good. You know, like you can say that. Like I mean, sure, I want to be clear sure. about that. You can say this story, but you can't say the, you know what I mean. Like the idea of it. You know, I just you know I'm I'm, I'm completely you know totally totally let them tell let him tell it out let them yeah. tell it out you know let them yeah. tell the story and then we'll see and yeah, then we'll we see.
0: Feel, we we as fans and I'm you know I'm sure you're like you say you're a fan too. We feel a level of entitlement. Uh, over these characters yeah. one and two we feel a level of entitlement to be told the story that we want to hear yeah and I mean
1: and you know what I just feel like like that's, that's such the quickest way to kill the character I mean it's the flip side of the Iron Fist thing are you gonna tell the same Captain America story again and like, we're gonna do like the same sort of trope again like we're gonna go you know what I mean nah man let him you know give his twist on you know something that you know maybe we've seen before but something that's new and different you know I love yeah. watching that thing on school. I love those the previews you know, uh, with like back in the day, like the rewriting of his origin as we're seeing it right now. Man, I love mm-hmm. like just okay, so what the hell is going on here? And how does it relate? And I think one of the things Nick has executed, and again, this could have gone terribly wrong by the way. I just wanna be really clear about that. Sure. You yeah. know, I wanna you know, the difference between letting the person tell the story and whether they, they execute it, is he somehow managed to capture the core of Captain America. But make him evil. Do you understand? Like it's, it really is. It's not mm-hmm. like Red Skull evil. It's a different kind of more deliberative evil. A kind of evil that in its heart believes that it, that believes that it's ultimately right. You know, and you gotta yeah.
0: You gotta let folks inter- tell is the story. an Interesting evil. That's like a Lex Luthor kind yeah. of right. You know, like I'm doing the right like, but I, but you know what's so funny? It's like everybody's the good guy in their story. Yeah. You know, nobody thinks, well, sometimes some people, some people just want to see the world burn, you know? Right. But a lot of times most people when they're the air quotes bad guy it's like in every, in every you have your Batman and the other person You
1: think you're the hero. You think you're the hero. Yeah. You know, I mean the one thing I'll say is here's my one sort of (laughs) defense to this, right? Um, my Spider-Man was married to Mary Jane Watson. Mm -hmm. Um, Or they were dating, or there was some sort of romantic tension, or, or whatever. I mean, but and when they divorced those two, I think I stopped reading Spider Man for like five years. Oh, you said you, said you had enough. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, well, because I mean, I'm, I'm just it. I'm giving the flip side of it. I mean, I could be a fan yeah. too, right? Sure. Yeah. Like I was like, oh come on, no, I'm not. I, I can't read this city boy. Like I can't read yeah. this city. But you know, even that is different than going online and being you know and tweeting at people and telling them to date that. Which I would I would never do that. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean?
0: Twitter, Twitter at that time. I honest. didn't have a Twitter at that time.
1: I might have. right. you, might have I mean, and you know my what? Fire tweets off. You know what? You know, you know? what? I tell you why. The only reason why I would not have done it is because it's just not in my personality to do it. But I probably would have been in sympathy with the people tweeting the stuff. So I mean, yeah. I'm saying that like even you as I'm like, you would have liked a couple. I would have liked a couple a of those <laughs>
0: tweets <laughs> and retweeted. <it>. So <laughs> even as here
1: I'm here and
0: there, even as I'm Some, uh, the I right,
1: right, 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 So even as I'm criticizing people that do that time, this type of stuff, I mean, if I'm honest with myself, I say. I understand, man. I yeah. I got, you know, the flip side of that is I I, you know, I've done the same thing myself or felt the same way or been in sympathy with it. You know, um, and there are probably people who would tell you Spider-Man junkies who would tell you, you know what, some of the best Spider-Man stories, you know, have been told in the past 10 years. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. Yeah. So where are we going now?
0: What 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 do we have to look forward to? Um, in the future from ta geek culture Or not uh, whatever you can Well where are we going now
1: I just like when we finish what we, So at the end of that issue 12 where do you think We're going
0: Well I see him well I, I, I Know we got the crew coming Right Um, And I see that T'Challa shows Up at the ex's crib Right you know comes through So it seems like he's been Kind of almost like not what am i how am i trying to put it? i don't want to say released from being a king but it's like his perspective has shifted yeah when he's talking and having that conversation he was talking to shuri right basically like being like i don't know if i can do this king thing because i'm not like my dad i'm not like this person and shuri's like look hold up listen you're going to be the king the way you're going to be the king right you know, you're right. going to do it the way you're going to do it. So right. I think if I had to guess, we're going to see what King looks like for T'Challa.
1: Yeah, that's probably right. Am I in the right? Yeah, you
0: know, no, I think, right I think I that's think, I think, correct.
1: I think that's correct. I think that's absolutely, absolutely correct. I mean, one of the things is that like, um, and, you know, some of this will be, you'll see some of this actually in the crew. Um, Because we're we're just We're about
0: For for those who are listening Who don't know about the crew Can you tell them What that is real quick
1: Yeah the crew is um, Originally it was You know come up uh, Put together by Christopher Priest uh, With some characters Um, Black Panther wasn't In the original crew But it was Related I would say it's BP related You know because They had Casper Cole Who was in there You know who's You know Had this relationship With with Panther So the crew is Black Panther Misty Knight Um Mm -hmm. Storm, Luke Luke Cage, Manifold. And so Mm -hmm. um, I think some of, not, I think I know some of what (laughs) brings about like that moment at the end between him and Storm will be, you know, discussed to some extent in the crew. Um, Mm This will, you know, it'll slowly come out. But, you know, a lot of it actually if you go back and it's meant to be read this way, like if you go back and read straight through for one, one to 12, Oh, it, so you suggest that you suggest going oh, back and reading it through. I do. I do. I do. Because the, the, that last panel with him and, and storm, um, like they're allusions to that all the way through, you know, um, hmm. or they're allusions to that. To, to like that that that's there's something about their past relationship that has to do with his entire struggle about being a king, don't forget man, that the reasons why they they divorced or why he annulled the marriage like that came out of his role as king
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know, and at some point he actually says it, I think it might be an issue for so you know yeah, he says it listen I, I lost woman I love over this, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's you know maybe a couple there might be a moment in issue. Eight or so. Um, and then tattoo, might say, like, the, the, it's, it's sprinkled all the, the way crew, through. The, the crew
0: joint, basically, the crew joint where they're kind of throwing shade and cracking jokes on the line. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And okay, then you get this kind of so awkwardness,
1: right? you get this romantic awkwardness. Happening yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, 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 like, his relationship with her is a literal representation, or lack of relationship is a literal representation of what he sacrificed, you know, mm-hmm. to be king. And so um, he's gonna try to do some things differently, and we'll see how that works out.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that that's that's exciting. Yeah, you know we got some hashtag Black Love coming on, could possibly. Come I know, out. and you know
1: it's funny because like I had long you ago written, I wrote that script literally this time last year, <laughs> and uh-huh. everybody. The whatever,
0: one we going to be seeing coming up. Yeah,
1: the one you're going to see next. I mean, the well by the time this this airs, the one you will have seen, and people were like. Yeah, but you going to get Panther and Storm back together, and I was just like, you know, like you can, obviously you don't want, you know what I mean? You don't want to, you really yeah. want to say anything about that, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, and that's another case that just sort of like once you write, like you feel differently, you know, like as a fan, you know, I was a huge Logan Storm person, like I was Wolverine Storm all the way, you know, that, that was hmm. you know who I was, and then you know you come on to write the book and you see certain things that maybe you didn't see before. I, you know, I certainly did not come into this book thinking. Yes, I'll put them back together. Like that's that's what I'll do.
0: Yeah, you, you not know? have this precon this, no, this, this canned expectation. No, if
1: anything, I was kind of against it. You know, um, because I, I oh really?
0: Yeah, I didn't really it like
1: like boring or
0: something. Like a
1: predictable. I just wasn't a huge fan of the marriage. Okay, I just wasn't. But this goes back to what we were talking about before. Like, just because you're not a fan of it, doesn't mean it didn't happen. Uh, you know and so if it happened then you have to think about okay what does this mean what did it represent what did the divorce represent where is that situate in his life so it was a thing that happened and so now you know it has to be you know dealt with um so i mean and and i I, one thing i can tell you is you know in terms of like where they are um that will be dealt with relatively quickly so it's not like you're gonna have to wait five issues to figure out what the hell is going on Mm -hmm. you know um that 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 will be dealt with really quickly (laughs)
0: Okay. Do we know? Can we know what the name of the the new arc is?
1: Yeah, it's uh, Avengers of the New World.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to the crew. You got any other books you're gonna be doing? Any other
1: things we should look out for from you? Not off the bat. No. Those are the two focuses right now.
0: Okay. That's we'll take those. We appreciate those from you. Yeah. That's a big deal. Well, man, I appreciate you taking time to share your origin story and. Share your thoughts with me I really do appreciate it I got a last question for you Sure um, When people look back Over your Career When they look back over The stuff that you've contributed um, What's the lasting effect That you'd like to leave On people who, When they look back At the stuff you've done
1: I just hope people feel like This dude was really going for it Like I Whatever I'm doing I, I'm trying to You know be the best Who's ever done it obviously you're not going to be the best who's yeah. ever done it but i mm-hmm. mean that's that that goal you know what i mean like that old cliche you know you, you know um you know you, you try to you know you shoot for something that's unattainable yeah. you know and you you know and maybe you'll get halfway there so like you know when i started writing comic books for marvel i i wanted to write one of the best i wanted one of the best marvel runs ever period by none and hmm you know that might not happen but that's not that's beside the point of what you're trying to do you know as a writer yeah. you know i always think of myself as trying to be you know the, the best writer of my generation and that's not how do i put that that's not like so much competing with other writers as it puts you you know at like a a goal that, that you want you know what i mean it, it keeps the fire yeah. going you know like like an athlete almost you yeah. know um Serena's trying to be the best, man. Jordan's trying to be the best. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even people who ain't, you know, Serena and ain't Jordan, they, you know, the ones who don't get there are trying to be the best. That's what they're trying to do. You know, yeah. they, they're trying to, you know, and, and like me, because, you know, I was just a just a huge sports fan, even as a writer, I draw so much inspiration from that. You know, from seeing, you know, uh athletes and a way to, you know, just sort of condition themselves to try to really, really go for it. You know, and in all of my work, you know, whether I get there or not, you know, good game, bad game, that's that's what I, you know, I'm trying to do. And I, I hope people themselves, you know, see that, you know, and it, it spreads a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's big. Yeah. How long is How long are we going to have you on Black Panther if you have it your way? I
1: don't know. I don't know. As long as Marvel lets me, you know, um... I think the current story. Yeah, you know, like the the story I have in my mind. I think it goes about sixty issues or so, and we'll see if I get to tell. Hey, sixty issues you're on
0: twelve. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) We'll see if we get that far. Uh, But if we're lucky, we are. All right.
0: Well, why don't you let people know where they can find you on the internet? They want to give you some, some thoughts on. Well, actually, no, the episode, nowhere now. You can't
1: find me nowhere now because I'm on book leave this year. Uh oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm hard to find right now. But, um, you know, you can find me in the pages of Black Panther, uh, mm-hmm. which is out this week. And next month, you know, actually, I guess in a few weeks after this airs, you know, you can find me in the pages of Black Panther and the crew with uh, my girl, Yona Harvey, you know, who's co-writing mm-hmm. them with
0: me. Okay. Social media? Nowhere mm-hmm. right now. No way, right not. be there all right, no, no way, right <laughs> okay, now. well you can find me on Twitter and instagram um at octavius a newman. um you can also leave us um uh, an email comic at barefruit.com that's b three a r f r u i t dot com um also you can shoot us a tweet um, at comic on twitter. um please leave us five stars and a positive comment on itunes share this with some other folks follow us on soundcloud leave us your comments on the conversation there we appreciate you guys for spending time with us and hanging out with us um and ta i can't i can't thank you enough bro for doing this i really
1: appreciate
0: it um means a lot to be able to talk through this with you and get your perspective it's it's really encouraging and really insightful
1: no problem anytime bro
0: all right so we love y'all until next time peace (laughs)